Welcome to Fantasy Fishing Edge, podcast about all things fantasy fishing and bass fishing in general. I'm Rich Lindgren, a.k.a. Hellabass. Find me at Hellabass on all popular social platforms and YouTube. This podcast is simulcast on YouTube as well, so if you prefer to watch the video version, search Fantasy Fishing Edge or Hellabass on YouTube to subscribe. There are also links to all these social media platforms and YouTube in the podcast descriptions. Enjoy the episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys? Hello, Bass Packer with another fantasy fishing video presented by Rapalot Bassmaster. Um, spring is in the air. It is almost ready to be spring in Minnesota here, and I know for most of you it is spring, and it's a great feeling. Uh, super excited to bring this video presented by uh, Bass Utopia. Uh, they're helping out in our videos. And what do you think? I mean, like crazy times right now. What do we need more than a little bit of fishing? And I hope they don't mess around with rescheduling any of these tournaments and we get to watch Bass Live and, and all that great stuff. With all these other sports uh, kind of being canceled and postponed, it would be great that we can uh, hang on to our fantasy fishing. So let's dig into this. Uh, I have a funny feeling that Chickamauga is going to show up big time and spring is in the air down there. And I think... Gunnersville was just a glimpse of what we saw, and I think it's going to go off big time at Chickamauga. Let's talk more. Before we get into the picks and talking about how Chickamauga is going to fish, uh, I want to congrats Trista511 and Big Green Lips for taking first place and second place. Uh, Trista is going to be hooked up with some Omnia gift cards from Bass Utopia. Uh, and Big Green Lips, expect a Bass Tac jig package that looks a little bit like this coming to you very soon. So before we get into the actual picks, what I think is really going to happen is it's going to be pre-spawn. I'm pretty sure if you look at the extended forecast, it's a lot of 50 to 60 degree weather, very mild, nothing too cold, nothing too hot, a lot of overcast, a lot of rain. So I think it's going to hold these fish in a pre-spawn mode, and I think that's going to work to the advantage of the anglers. I think that the weather is going to be pretty consistently mild. The fish won't move a ton. Um, I think there's going to be a fair amount of current, a lot of high water color of the water, but I think that really plays into a lot of anglers' uh, hands. So power fishermen, pre-spawn anglers, uh, people that aren't afraid to get shallow to catch big fish this time of year. I think those are the anglers you want to really want to stack up uh, on your roster this week. And I really think this sets up for them to really catch the biggest bass of the year in the shallowest water possible before they go and do their spawning thing. So I think this could be a really lights-out tournament, and they're expecting to be some really big bags this week. Also, just want to say for any of you guys or gals or anglers that uh, prefer to catch these in a podcast format or audio only or like to, to do exercise or drive around and catch a podcast, I do have an audio version of this picks. Uh, there'll be a link down in the description below in the comments. So uh, check that out if you uh, YouTube's not your main thing and you prefer to catch an audio version. We really don't care how you listen as long as you're getting your fantasy knowledge and you're making great picks and getting your lineups in. Here we are. It's finally nice enough. We're going to be uh, doing the picks tonight from the uh, the boat in the garage, the tackle wall, getting those good positive spring vibes from the boat, channeling them into the fantasy fishing picks for Chickamauga. Uh, quick recap from the Classic. Had a pretty good event. Uh, 
Hanselman cost me a little bit. I think I had all the right pieces in place and just my kind of dark horses and backup picks. If I could have put that uh, to bet together a little better, I think I could have had a really outstanding event instead of just a pretty good event. So, but you know, 93 and a half percentile, we're right where we want to be at this point of the season. Just kind of making those small gains every bit, a little bit every week. Uh, and we'll be right where we want to be at the end of the season. We're in really good position and not complaining at all. So let's check out a few of the pundit picks quick, and then we'll talk about the really good picks you're going to want for Chickamauga this week. So Coy Greathouse says, bank on record at Chickamauga. Uh, and uh, make sure you check out his video, which is linked in his uh, article here, where he pretty much does a pod public apology to yours truly, Hellabass, and you're not going to want to miss that video and how he kind of owes me for his uh, solid finish at Gunnersville. And yes, Coy, I accept your apology. We're all uh, pretty excited about Gross. Coy likes Otten. I could definitely see that pick. Uh, a little nervous about Cox, and I'm going to tell you why when we get to my pick. So he seems like an awesome pick, but I'm a little nervous, and I'll give you a nugget why you may be careful with that pick. Otherwise, a lot of good picks here. I don't see anything bad, too bad. Uh, obviously, Coy uh, at this time doesn't know how to spell Seth Fighter's last name. I'm sure by the time you see his article, it'll be fixed. Um, but, you know, a lot of good things here, nothing too crazy although Zeldane makes me nervous uh go big or go home I'm afraid that he's fishing kind of mad and aggressive and I'm just a little worried that he might be a little too uh destructive at this point so I want to see him get that momentum turned around before I'm ready to get on the Zeldane train again like last year uh Pete Robbins uh go with the pros adapt quickly he's expecting to see changing conditions which I don't disagree with depending on what they do with the current and the TVA and the water levels uh it could be a little bit of a volatile situation um, see some similar picks here. Uh, again, Cox, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, otherwise, you know, nothing too crazy here. Uh, he does say anyone named Johnson, so he does like Chris and Corey Johnson here, which I can kind of see because they have some good track records, but for some reason things aren't clicking for him this year. I kind of want to see a little something out of him before I'm ready to jump on the train. But if you want to catch him when their kind of values low and catch him on the rise, like the stock market, this could be the tournament. So uh, interesting picks here. And actually, of all of his picks, I think one of the most interesting ones is Rick Clun, and I was going to talk about him as well. I do think, like, if you're a Clun fan and you're looking for a tournament to pick him, I think this is probably one of the best opportunities to score some good points with Rick Clun. He's definitely a power fisherman. He likes spinnerbaits. He likes square bills. He likes vibrating jigs. He likes heavy line. I think Chickamauga really sets up for this. They're not going to be quite spawning yet for the most part. They're going to be kind of getting shallow, getting ready to go. You won't have to fish too deep for these pre-spawn fish. I think he has the potential to really bang out and have a great tournament. So if you're a Rick Klon fan and looking for a good spot to use him, I definitely think this is the week to uh, jump on that. All right, so you can also take a check and take a look at my fantasy article. I kind of dig into why my picks, but we're just going to talk about them in quite a bit of detail here, so we won't spend much time. I was talking about earlier about how I think – uh, Chickamauga could really blow out this week. And if you're looking for a little bit more proof than just what I think, uh, check out Michael Neal's Instagram. And in the last week here at Dayton Boat Dock, there was an 11.6, 11.5, and a 10.94 largemouth all weighed within a one-week uh, stretch, which is uh, some pretty amazing fish coming out of the Chickamauga. They're all healthy, good-looking, pre-spawn fish. So let's just hope that a few of those fish show up on the scales uh, for bass uh, and the, uh, the Elite Series pros. That would be really awesome. All right, and just want to again uh, remind you guys, make sure you join the group Beat Hellabass. We're climbing every week. We're over 1,500 members. We're up towards the top. If you have a chance to win some great stuff from Bass Utopia and Omnia Fishing, make sure you check that out. And also, if you not even if you don't win, but second place, you can pick up some sweet Bass Tech jigs as well. So make sure you join the group. 
uh, don't miss out on your chance. You can, uh, even if you haven't already joined, you still have a chance to win weekly events and uh, end of the year prizes as well. All right, so it's pick time. Let's see what we can do to raise this percentage up a little bit from 93 and a half and keep making that climb towards the top. Starting out in bucket D, um, some really interesting names here. I think uh, these high percentage guys, Livesay and Zaldane, are really attractive. Uh, I mean, they're definitely talented anglers. Um, a lot of good things here. I think both of them have a ton of upside in that they both like big baits. They catch big fish. Um, but they maybe not be the most familiar with this water, so I do think they have the chance to swing and go big and maybe miss a little bit. Um, so it kind of depends on your appetite for what you want to do. Uh, Gary Klaus is from Tennessee, but if you look at his tournament record, he does not, he's far from a sure thing on this water. He may very well catch him, do really well in this tournament. Not feeling super confident about that. Uh, like I said before, Rick Klon, I think it's a real dark horse and uh, could be a very good value in this bucket. For me, I'm going just a little bit lower in the radar. I like Bill Weidler in this bucket uh, at 2.5%. This is kind of where I'm kind of hedging my bets to make a small risk here. Uh, going with somebody that I feel pretty confident that will bring in consistent bags, has a shot to do well in this tournament, but I think his low side is pretty high. Like I think he's going to come in with consistent bags. He's going to stick to his swim jig that he likes very much, that he's done well in previous tournaments on Chickamauga, and I think he's going to get me solid points in bucket E, uh, and be a safe pick, and that's why I'm going with Bill Weidler. So he's a little bit off the rail, a little bit different from some of the other pros uh, and pundits, but I think he'll be a really solid pick for me in uh, bucket E. Uh, the other one other guy I would look at if you're looking for somebody to kind of a low percentage pick uh, and you're looking to make up some ground and make some risks, I would look at Derek Hudnall. I think he uh, his shallow water expertise being a Louisiana angler, likes grass, I think Chickamauga could really fit him well. So if you're looking for somebody that's really low percentage, to make a big jump and have a solid fish and definitely look at Derek Hudnall. Um, speaking of percentages here, if you're kind of, uh, my philosophy, right, if you've had a couple good tournaments, you're 85 plus percentile, you're towards the top, I think it's all about making small risks, calculated risks, mix in some favorites, uh, take calculated risks, uh, and slowly move up. Uh, don't try to like hit a home run and take all low percentage guys and think you're just going to jump to the top of one tournament because as that could happen more than likely by taking those low percentage guys that you could bomb and fall. And once you start to fall, it's really hard to get back up. So, um, on the flip side, if you had two bad tournaments, then roll the dice, try to win an event, try to make a big jump, make a splash. So, uh, kind of just look at where you are, what you want to do and, uh, pick wisely based on that. So Bucket D, uh, a couple interesting anglers here. I think Seth Fighter and Hank Cherry both having good tournaments off Gunnersville sets them up to potentially have good tournaments here uh, at Chickamauga. They're not exactly the same lake, but they're on the same river system. They definitely have similarities. Uh, Chickamauga is maybe kind of like a smaller version of Gunnersville. So I think the things that they learned in the Classic and they had two weeks ago gives them kind of a stepping stone to where they're going to start looking for fish, they can kind of start where they left off and kind of go from there. I think that may help them get on a pattern quicker and find fish. So both of those guys could be very good picks, uh, pretty high percentage picks. Um, for me, I really like Skylar Hamilton. He only lives 90 miles away from Chickamauga. So I think at a slightly lower percentage, but still a favorite and somebody that did well at the Classic. I like Skylar Hamilton to be a little sneakier, a little under the radar, and hopefully little higher upside uh, to bring home the gold here at Chickamauga. Another guy, if you're looking at a slightly lower percentage, I think Hunter Shryrock is a great pick in this bucket. He could be good. Uh, he loves to fish shallow. You know he's going to fish shallow. The fish should be coming shallow. This is like, I think he's probably one of the most conservative, solid, safe picks. 
I expect him to definitely get a uh, you know top forty, top thirty check. He definitely could be flirting with the top ten. I think he's a really good pick in this bucket. Uh, obviously, there's some other talented anglers in this bucket as well. Uh, but those are the guys that I really like in this bucket. And uh, but I'm ultimately going to lock in uh, with Skylar Hamilton this week, uh, based on all the factors that we talked about. So moving on to bucket C, uh, definitely some interesting names here. Uh, you see another Tennessee angler, Brandon Card. He loves to crankbait fish, loves to power fish. I think he could be very effective in this tournament. No reason why he couldn't be very good. Carl Jockamson, it says Frisco, Texas, but he's actually recently moved to like the Chattanooga, Chattanooga Chickamauga area. Uh, last year, he spent a lot of time fishing this. Uh, he caught his personal best like 10 plus pound fish on a glide bait. Uh, so he's definitely put a lot of time in the water. He's familiar with Chickamauga, so if you're looking for kind of a high-risk, high-reward pick, uh, somebody that's kind of a local but not a local, and maybe that not the masses know about being a local, Charles Jacobson could be a really sneaky pick there. Uh, Cliff Perch, always a dangerous angler. Anytime he's on the water, he did well at Fort Loudon Teleco. I really thought about picking him. Gerald Swindle, I think, you know, he probably like a caged tiger after watching all of these guys fishing his home water in the in the classic, and he really couldn't be a part of it. I think he is ready to have a good tournament and get back out there. And if he knows Gunnersville, he'll know how to catch fish on Chickamauga. Matt Herring could be good, Brandon Cobb, but ultimately I like Bill Lowen. He's an excellent shallow water angler. He loves the dirty water. Uh, the stuff that he was doing at the classic should even be stronger this week or this coming week at uh, Chickamauga. So at a lower percentage, but I think he's a super safe pick. Now he may not win the event. He very well could be, but I don't think, there's much chance of him finishing and bombing in this tournament. So I really like Bill Lowen uh, to be a solid pick, be slightly off the kind of the high percentage, and really give me awesome points. But I expect him to have a really strong finish and a pretty good chance of fishing the final day in Championship Sunday at this event. So in summary, fear the turtle in bucket C. All right, moving on to bucket B. This is where we're getting into the high-end anglers, the guys that are having really good seasons, uh, where some of our favorites are, things like that. So... Who's all here? Uh, lots of good guys. There's a lot of guys like Kennedy and Keith Combs, big fish fishermen, um, Luke Palmer coming off a big tournament at the Classic. Those types of things and ways he just caught them should roll into this tournament really well. And when I think about Kennedy, I really think about you know how he did at Dardanelle when it was high, muddy water a couple years back, and he won that tournament. I think you could see something definitely sneaky like that playing at Chickamauga. Uh, I like Wes Logan. If you're looking for a dark horse, a really, really low percentage he had a top 10, I think ninth here uh, at the last Bassmaster Southern Open in 2017. He's fished, I think he's cashed checks on the seven of the eight Bassmaster tournaments he's ever fished. He finished top in the central points last year, so he knows how to fish shallow, how to grind. He knows how to catch them. He's from Springvale, Alabama, which is not too far from Chickamauga. I'm sure he's been on the water quite a bit. So if you're looking for somebody kind of off most uh, people's radar and you want to make up some ground, West Logan is definitely your guy. Now, Let's talk about the people at the top of the bucket. Mullins, being a Tennessee person, he's going to definitely gather some percentage. Uh, he's a good crankbait fisherman. I think he likes to catch them a little deeper, a little more offshore. I think the fish are going to be a little shallower. I definitely could see Michael Frazier having a good tournament. And I know a lot of people are going to love John Cox in this bucket. John Cox has had multiple wins, tons of top tens on Chickamauga. It's basically been an ATM machine for him the past couple of years in tournament fishing. But here's a couple things to consider. This tournament is quite a bit earlier in the year than most of his wins and most of his successful finishes. Not saying that he won't catch them. They should be shallow. They should be uh, accessible by him. He does like to look at a lot of these fish and fish in clear water areas and, and, and 
see a lot of the fish that he catches on Chickamauga. So that may not be the case this week. But that wouldn't be the main reason to not pick him because I think he can still catch him in dirty water, shallow. There is rumblings that John Cox may try to get points in this tournament as well as late marking for the FW Pro Circuit. He's fishing both circuits this year. There wasn't an overlap, but when they rescheduled because of the high water, now they overlap. So I know there's a chance he may fish all this event and knock him out, but there is a chance where he may fish one day at one lake and one day at the other, just, just salvage some points and stay in the hunt for the Classic and their championship. So if something like that happens, that makes him a very risky pick uh, for this tournament. So buyer beware. He could be awesome. He could win this tournament. But there's also a chance that he may have an unexpectedly low finish if he tries to fish both tournaments or try to weigh fish or get points in both. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to pick one. Um, but I just want you to know that's a scenario that's being discussed uh, and something that he's thought about. That being said, I'm looking for Lester uh, to have another big tournament. He just came off a great tournament at the Classic. Uh, he had two back-to-back 20-pound -back days. I think he fell off a little bit the third day because he was really trying to push himself to go big. I think if he just would have kind of repeated his steps uh, on the third day of the Classic, he probably would have had a top three to five finish, probably would have finished second. Obviously, he was trying to push himself to get to the win. So I think he's going to be uh, hungry this week. He thought he was probably really close and in contention at Gunnersville, and uh, no reason he probably doesn't know Chickamauga well. He understands the TVA fisheries. He proved that at Fort Loud and Teleco about this time ago last year. He proved it at Gunnersville just a couple weeks ago. So I'm riding Brian and Lester in the hot hand, and I am going to use him in my bucket B to bring home the fantasy points. Least but not last, bucket A. There is a ton of talent in this bucket. You got Hammerberry. You got Blaylock. You got John Cruz. All guys definitely could catch him. A lot of talented anglers. Uh, anybody in this bucket could definitely win the tournament. Um, couple things to think about if you're looking for somebody a little more off the grid. Kelly J, jerkbait guy, seeing what uh, Hank Cherry did on the last day of the Bassmaster Classics, probably has him thinking, I can catch him on a, a jerkbait here at Chickamauga, and I'm sure he's going in with high confidence that could work from him, and he's proven uh, in these tournaments that he can definitely make things happen on that. So if you're a jerkbait fisherman and you believe in the jerkbait, maybe Kelly J is your guy. Um, if you're looking for somebody with a little bit of local knowledge that's a little bit off the grid, uh, you may know Kyle Welchler, Welcher has actually fished a ton of tournaments, opens, uh, FLW series type tournaments, uh, team tournaments, things like that, uh, small tournaments on Chickamauga. He doesn't live that far away. He drives up there. He fishes it quite a bit. Um, so if you're looking for somebody that's kind of a sneaky, uh, low percentage, uh, local type angler, Kyle Welcher could definitely be your guy. But for me, Buddy Gross is about as local of a favorite as you're going to find in any tournament. He is literally about as far back as you can go in any FLW or Bass Sanction tournament, made a top 10, and been in contention to win just about every single tournament. So even though he's at 25% and probably climbing as we go towards the tournament, and being where I'm at, I'm definitely going to take him, even though that's what the crowd is doing. They're smart in this chance. Sometimes community holds or where you fish because where the fish are. Sometimes you take an angler because it's a no-brainer. So, yes, it's chalk. He's the favorite, but I feel like he's about as solid as a lock that you're going to find. Now, who knows? Maybe that'll come back and bite me, but I really think Buddy Gross is a solid, solid lock for Bucket A. So, there we go. Um, that's the roster this week. Um, like I always say, follow me along on Instagram and Twitter at Hellabass in case there's any last-minute changes or there's some news or we see something that happens during the tournament that makes us want to update this roster. I'll post all that last minute. 
Tiebreaker, I think 86 pound four ounces. I think they're really going to smash them. I'm thinking it is going to take at least 21, 22 pounds a day for four days. It could be higher. It would not be out of the realm of possibility for them to hit 100 pounds if this really goes off. But that might be just a little bit aggressive for this tournament. So make sure you follow along, subscribe, hit the subscribe button for this channel so you don't miss any future fantasy fishing videos and you don't forget any future lineups. And as always, here to help you suck less at fantasy fishing and catch more bass.